Welcome to Tongue in Cheek with the Solomon Sisters podcast. I am Dina. I am Ilana. We are sisters, published fashion stylists, and digital creators who are passionate about all things pop culture. We like to think of ourselves as pop culture vultures in couture. We know right now is a really trying time. We wish everyone good health and safety. We hope to bring a little bit of the light and trite to your day as we realize we are all weighed down by the current news. So let's get into our honey, or as Dina calls it, Real Housewives of New York. No matter what, I watch the show waiting for you. So even if you feel like you have more cred, people in the know. On the streets, I hear New York. On the streets, I still hear New York. Word on the street is that your streets aren't saying it right because it's called Right. I'm in penthouses, so you're right up in that high tower. We (laughs) call it New York. Because I'm Luann. In Upper East Boca. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Speaking of Luann, she looked amazing. Oh my god, Luann looks fantastic. Just like beyond beautiful. Lisa Vanderpump And I love that she wasn't wearing one of her crazy turquoise necklaces, but like a lovely Chanel necklace. No, she just looked really beautiful. But I think the the ladies are looking good as usual. I was really surprised that I have watched, just for context, you understand Dina and my loyalty, to Bravo and the Bravo series. I'm really Andy Cohen. Love Andy we Cohen. Support. Love you, Andy. And we have watched every episode of every Housewives series. Never in the history of Housewives have I seen an intro to a new season discussing the departure of a Housewife. Although in New York, Housewife is a very loose word. Didn't they the do cast. that with... Um... When Carol left, asking everyone how they felt with Caroline Manzo, or no? I don't recall. <laughs> well, now I feel stupid. But we have watched these shows at least two or three times of each series, like rewatched it. I've seen it I where someone, like when Teresa went to jail, and they asked everyone what they think of this. No, but I, I don't remember anything about it's like of like where they were like because it was Listeners, so shocking. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't recall this happening. If it has happened, it's only probably happened one other time, and I forgot. But I do not remember. I will be spending the rest of my time in isolation, binge-watching everything, so I might correct myself. But I could be wrong. Keep an open mind to what I'm saying and assume I am correct. So how did you feel, It was so bizarre to me to see them all doing that and their reactions, and I really laughed at them. Ramona said, now she has a freer spirit. Luann said, the show must go on without you. (laughs) <laughs> and that's what she said Dorinda said that she felt like crying a bit which asterisks to that I found very interesting that Dorinda seems to be sort of playing a Bethany role trying to sort of be the head bitch but what was amazing about Bethany is her timing but I felt saddest and felt the most heartfelt about so- the reactions with Sonia she said she felt like abandoned a little bit Aww. And how do you feel? I do feel abandoned a little bit until I met Leah, who I'm no, a great true. fan of now. Because we both said this. We again, we watched this separately and took notes. But we both were gonna like thinking before we watched this season. Like, is it gonna be okay without B? Because when she came back, like it was amazing. Amazing. She really brought it. And I do believe in a year or two when when she comes back, it would be just <laughs> as amazing. But for now. I didn't notice that she was gone once. I didn't feel the lack of her no. presence, and I definitely felt that 
Leah fit in in a way that I was Leah not really brought it. I like Leah. she brought it, but she also she, she it slid as well. into there like sliding to into a DM, like a thought slides into Drake's DMs. You know, she, she was beautiful in her ability to just. Fit I just in. felt like we knew her. I did. I felt like we knew her. I was not as emotional about her tattoos as others. No. And I don't even love tattoos, but I was just like, let's move no. on from this. She is adorable with her daughter, so and that's cute. what really And I thought you had a good energy. So as sad as I was to sort of start off our journey with this season without Bethany. I think they made I'm a right decision. They, they, they casted really well. Don't know what Married to the Mob is yet. No. But Just, we could explore You don't, this. right? Okay, so I, I watched this without Dina. One of the first reactions I had was when she said, then she started married to the mob. And I thought, well, I know the movie. Is that And also we watched a, The Mob a, Wives. Yeah. Similar, but not the same exact words. No. So I looked <laughs> it up online. There is nothing on the first page of Google about married to the mob except for the movie. And then when you deep dive onto page two... There is very like little information. I I did. I researched again. I redid my search. Yeah. Wrote Mary to Mob clothing line. Obviously, then it appears at the top because it's the only one. And I found it to be something that, while rolling off her own tongue very easily in a way that was everyone knows it, was not something that I thought, oh. I know this brand. I recognize it. Do you? Does everyone know this? I work in fashion. I do not know this. Dina? I as well work in fashion. <laughs> and although they say she did some collaborations with MCM and um, Colette and Reeboks and Nike, still have never seen these pe- these Never items. seen these. Never, never seen heard them. of it. There is no one I know who I've said, oh, I love what you're wearing. Who is that? And they say, married to the mom. No, and not that's yet. What's happened. But who knows? This could be the platform to take it well, to that other that's level. That's what this is literally. Not this yeah. could be. If this if this brand is going anywhere, it is going there because she's on Mahoney. Well, this is an exciting time for Leah. Let's see what happens. I'm very excited for Leah. But probably for episode one, my great highlight, my rose, if you will, it was. Sonia eating a sandwich as Luann is tearfully hugging her and expressing her joy of getting through her probation period and the emotional journey she's been on. And Sonia lovingly hugs her, then remembers she has a sandwich in her hand, takes a a bite, and seems to express that she did not find it as tasty as it could have been. No, I think that's what happened. I I I don't know if she said it, but her expression definitely said it. So it if her words didn't get there. But I swear when the camera cuts away, she goes like, that's not good. Or she said something where I was like, oh, did she not care for that sandwich? Regardless, I saw it in her face. So if I didn't mm-hmm. hear it, her face said We that. both mentally went there. We went there. And I really felt that. And I definitely think another little highlight is that Dorinda said Luann doesn't have a drinking problem. Which I think was like a kind of, she was letting us know. Luann will be drinking this yeah. season. She was giving us a oh, little, for the good people. She was opening that door so we could all. Walk she was her. saying, you know, get over it. Well, she might have, you know, like all good housewives, being an alcoholic or borderline alcoholic, more accurate. It only helps your case. It really helps you do your best. I was really appreciative when Leah said that she 
quit drinking six months ago, or no, sorry, started drinking again after quitting drinking six months ago. And then got drunk and I day, got, two days she before. She did, but what I was thinking was way to prep for, for, you know, these women, they drink. You're prepping for the role of a lifetime. Do you get, get yourself ready? You're right. You know, prepare every day. These are women the who go morning on tequila with vacations. Tequila-based vacations. Exactly. You, I really want to do that. I just this. need somebody who drinks. Yeah, I don't yeah. drink. No. So that was definitely, like, to me, I have to say, an absolute highlight, perfect way to start off the show. And it just sort of really made me happy to see Sonia being so Sonia. No, that was lovely. But I think um, because we binge-watch one and two together – Kind of for me, the sort of main aspect that really like stood up, stood out, sorry, was Dorinda and Dorinda with Tinsley as well as Dorinda with Leah, which kind of was one to two. Even though when we first see Dorinda, you see a different, darker Dorinda. When she says that she let John burn himself, almost cackling, and saying she knew he was gonna burn. She said himself. it twice in the confession and in front of me. Yeah, she she that means at a later date, time, and place, she still felt she that what she did that. was fine. I mean, the darkness and the hate that's in your heart to do that, to allow someone to burn themselves, who you supposedly love. I was right away, sort of. This is not the Dorinda that we first met. No, and Dorinda she, the if she thinks- is not there. If she thinks so, she's kind of like the new Bethany. What made Bethany, even when she was mean, so amazing, is that Bethany is so funny. Her timing, that's what I was trying to kind of say earlier. Like, her timing, no one has that timing. No one can fill those shoes in. That is beautiful timing. Well, Bethany does everything hard. She loves hard. She works hard. She drinks hard. So with Bethany, she, she so knows how to handle herself in those extremes. I feel that Dorinda might have gone to a place that was very extreme that she didn't know how to balance. No. And she seems Bethany to have... Can... Sorry. No, no. I was going to say Bethany seems to be able to be miserable and funny simultaneously. That art does not translate in a Dorinda. No, it just it's really just a Bethany... I think really Bethany is one of the only people who has done it so seamlessly. Seamlessly. Like, just beautifully done. But I do think that Dorinda, who I, like, love. Love. Like, Dorinda, when when she was introduced to us, I put her at least a level of, like, I mean, obviously Lisa's You put highest. her at Lisa no, level? No, Lisa's the highest, but I oh, have I my never order. Like I have my either. Lisa is my first. And, the, like, one time, full disclosure, I got to meet her. I don't think she'll remember this, but it really stayed in my mind. You were on her page at all. I was. She didn't tag me, so <laughs> I don't know if she knows it's me. But, like, we had a moment. She was beautiful. Oh, my God. Her skin in, in person is just, like, the best you've ever seen. But Dorinda's just, overall, just very mean right now. And it's making me very sad. Well, I definitely think, though, that she did bring comedy to us in the form of her and Tinsley's conversation about not having a conversation. That was amazing. And that I was love that amazing. on every every housewife show we've ever watched, that they I always mean, have to go to the side to tell each other. Not, not be discussing it, it today. <laughs> but we will then discuss why we will not be discussing it. And, and they, they actually got in a fight it. about discussing, not discussing it, because they were actually 
You scuffed because it. Because Dorinda, I think, I think Dorinda was in another movie. In a beautiful bum and blazer. I did not like paired with some I like white Wilfred leggings. No, that I could be wrong about quoting. Was that a those are real misstep. Like with her new bad. haircut that I did not notice. I thought she looked skinny and pretty. She looked lovely, but did I notice she had a haircut? But I think no. she was in like I think whatever. Like I feel like if she had, sorry for saying like so much, but if she had like goggles on, so. When she was, saw Tinsley approaching, Tinsley was coming like an angry monkey. In her monkey. Sim like, Kai, a, like no, but, but you're dress. saying how Tinsley was. What I'm saying is what Dorinda saw. Dorinda saw like her interpretation. I mean, like not monkey. I mean, like bear coming at her, growling, saying, "We're not going to talk about this now." She said to even the other girls, she tried to come at me. I know, and she like. Tinsley went like, like a little like like a timid little mermaid. And as you said, she saw Shrek. Yeah. Like it's and just angry Shrek. I and so I, I just felt like one, what do they drink? Because I'm not like, like the you biggest like drinker. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna be drinking this, but I wanna like know to avoid it. Because sometimes the way they drink, it's very scary. That's what they should use for drinking and but driving you know, commercials. If they didn't drink, what will we have? Well, nothing. We'd I really encourage very the polite. I mean, obviously, I encourage who hold in their real thoughts. No, and it's a great show. Alcohol in vino veritas, in wine is truth. Somewhat, the Latin said, like in Latin, they said this. No, so of course, it has to be a great truth because before there was English, there was Latin. Okay, okay, that's that's a point. No, I'm, I'm just saying it. it's just been. It's, I'm it's, gonna it's, take it's it. A, it's a great truth of all time, and but as somebody who doesn't the drink, backbone of all Housewife series. That's true, and I never say what I really think. No, no, that's true. <laughs> that is true. But when I, I mean, to people who are in front, no, of me, but what I mean is that sometimes they think because they're being like produced, like somebody's in their ear being like, "Oh, she's saying this about you." I hope you know they're all talking about. So in some way, it's somewhat your truth, but it's kind of a manipulated truth because you're being fed information. But to you're still these. making that choice, and that's you why are. you have to own your yeah. behavior. You have to own you it. Have to own it. If you, you have to own it. You are going to make these choices to react to something yes, exactly. that someone's telling you yeah. to react to. Yeah, it's 100%. 100% own it. You do. 100%. That's what we've learned from the Vanderpump. 100%. Uh, 100%. 100%. But Dorinda was so... Like, you could see in her eyes, she thought she nailed it. She thought she put Tinsley in her place. And then she walked away super confident, and she tripped. And you see that look of fear come in her eyes that she had ruined her powerful walkout moment. And she turned around and called sweet Aries Tinsley. Sweet, beautiful Anne. Sweet and beautiful Anne. No, sweet Aries Tinsley. A whore. She said that the only reason she has the thing she has is because she was on her back for them. And I just sat there and thought, did we all forget? Were you there? Were you there? I did. I did. I, I sat there in my in my couch viewing this incident as if I was right there and thought to myself, are we forgetting that she is an Aries and has a lot of family money that she inherited? Are we pretending that's her only way? Like she's some... Like, poor girl that Scott, the, what is he, the coupon, coupon king, picked her out from the middle of nowhere and he's providing her with this life. She had this life before him. She'll have it after him. 
what you know assuming the marriage doesn't work out um i am confused why dorinda is so wanting to believe this as a truth and sort of negating any truth that tinsley doesn't need him to provide for her no i don't i don't think in I think it's so weird exactly what you're saying. Like that no one seems to know that this girl was a famous, famous socialite. Very famous. And that very like... self buddy. Very weird that someone who is an American socialite who has had fame before this show as such is now being questioned for where her money is coming from or her ability to get nice things. But here's the thing. I usually think with these shows, oh, there must have been something like an incident that happened between the two of them that's setting like Dorinda off. But Tinsley does not seem the type of character to even cause anything that could set Dorinda off the way it is. So I just think it's so... I have a theory. What do you think? So Tinsley is someone who even when she is feeling sad or she is feeling negative or dealing with negative things she is good at compartmentalizing she puts a smile on her face and she really just brings a positive energy to her interactions and that is something that i think dorinda doesn't have at this point in her life perhaps she had an earlier point in her life but she certainly doesn't have that now and i think she resents seeing that in someone else especially someone who she is interacting with all the time i think it annoys her and i think she wants to take that away from tinsley in that she actually wants her to be expressing negativity but i also think that one thing we've seen with dorinda is that usually kind of like lala and vanderpump they rewatch their episodes and think what they said mentally was fine which they're they're fine with the decision. She really doubled down. Yeah, Dorinda doubles down. Lala doubles down. Like, which to me is always so shocking because I can't understand how they don't see what kind of the whole world sees is really screwed up. And I think Dorinda has done this before as well. And again, I really do have a love for Dorinda, but she's done this before with what she's doing with Leah, like making those comments to tell Leah like because of the tramp stamp or whatever her having a tattoo that like if the guy doesn't know her name that that yeah that she should he can just bend her over backwards and look at the tramp stamp and they just met they met what is it a few hours like no like the i think she they met the night before at the party where during right that's what i'm saying they've known each other maximum a few hours and i just don't understand why she's so aggressive with this like new girl who i actually think dorinda would really like if she met leah because leah seems very much like a bethany in that way like she's gonna just say it how it is she's not like playing around she's not like i think in certain ways doing things for airs like, I don't think she's putting on a show. Although you did point out something right before we started that, like, annoyed you, right? The Giovanni. Oh, I don't believe she doesn't know what Giovanni is. I just don't believe I don't that know. any person goes on a Bravo show. I think every person who ever has gone on to any Bravo show and said that they did not watch Bravo I do always before. think they're lying. Most specifically with the Housewives. If you are on the Housewives, you have watched all the Housewives. No, I do agree. I think when I was watching it, 
I didn't even. It just didn't even. It really bothered me. Her whole shtick when she was looking it up on Google, like it's a clothing brand. Like, listen, lady, I like you, but I didn't know who your what your clothing brand was, and I'm not saying you should know what Giovanni is, but I am saying it is a pop culture phenomenon. Likely knew what it was because not only was it a huge plot line in last season and the end of the season before. It is sold at sex as well, so sex shoppers certainly know what it is. But much more importantly, the Countess has made this pop hit, in quotes, with it. And it is something that she's constantly bringing up and the puns and everything. There is no way you went to BravoCon and did all this stuff. Although BravoCon probably would have been after shooting. But still, I still think she knew what it was coming in. And I just felt it felt sticky to me it felt like I, oh i'm going to pretend like i don't even know what it is and see i'm a little still unclear but i will get back to that and figure out how i feel about it i was more of a delinda stan when she first came on oh, the she show was so lovely. she was so lovely She's and like then a i lovely found chicken her dinner. over the years to become a little different things like for example um she said naturally the phrase make it nice but then it became like a thing for her to say it you know it wasn't natural anymore now it felt like she was saying it like a hashtag make it nice or like let me put it on a t-shirt make it nice that's my thing and you could feel it she was working it into conversation and everything and i feel that as that character part of her was really developing you also saw the kindness and the compassion and the patience for the antics that happen on the show to be dwindling so by the time we get now i think that bethany left left and i think in her head she's like well we need someone to take control of the herd we need someone you know herd the cats if you will and she thought it was her job and i definitely think she feels too much pressure from it. We see in the second episode her have her little breakdown. Her house. She was very upset. She cried to her contractor. I've never seen anyone do that. But she cried to her contractor about the pressure she's under in having to confirm decisions. They made. could be close friends. We don't know. We don't, we don't know, know the backstory. But they I didn't did, really say like. I did feel when she was describing the pressure she's under and it was that she has all these different contractors doing work on her two different properties and she's constantly getting calls and i just thought in my head so you're constantly having to tell people yes or no and that's a pressure that is a pressure it i don't know if it's pressure. the type of pressure it's because it she said it was like all money going lots of money going out but i don't think she has any issue with money since she but i think has... like emotionally it's a lot to deal with like hearing those numbers i i it's just a bag like, i mean who knows I just think, I just Well, think. she has a lot of Birkin bags, I'm just saying. For someone who, the first thing you see on the show, or like second, sorry, on the second episode, you see her and she's in the Chanel Cardi and she has, you know, she's all well, she has, she has beautiful pieces. Beautiful I really clothes. do feel like Saks must um, I'm listening to her bitch about the 15000 not that it isn't a lot of money, it's a lot of money to anyone. She said 15000 every two days. No, she, well, I think she was exaggerating a bit, but I do think She's that the crazy. project might have been bigger than she intended it for me. But I felt like, listen, don't sit there and head to toe the best of the luxury world and then bitch to me about spending money. These are choices you're making. 
But and I if you can't afford it, you can't afford it, then you have to make decisions based on that. But I don't really have... I don't the, think this is about the money in that way. It's I not feel, about the pasta. It's not about the pasta. It's, it's definitely not, not about the pasta. But I think what it is probably about is that Moments. Dorinda's life decision that she has made, I think in certain ways to sort of never find love again, which is what I think she's kind of decided well, to kind of have Well, that's why I think she love-hates John. Yeah. Which I, but I think that's kind of ruining her soul because if your theory is right that she used to be a Tinsley, that she used to be so happy and bubbly and really had love, I think she thought that this would kind of, she'd, she'd almost like keep the great love that she had and then kind of now have fun and never need love again. But I think when you're, from what we've She's even seen of her, she was always in monogamous relationships. She had her first husband with, um, their daughter and the second husband she was with forever I don't think she's one of those souls who can have somebody who's kind of more of like a fair weather boyfriend you need somebody forever that's deep and I think you're right and I think you know that's how we're gonna end the shows of what we're watching which we've really been into this week and we're so excited because we have a very 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 special interview we do we're very excited So glad to meet y'all. Such huge fans, you have no idea. Your videos literally been the light in the darkness for us. Y'all are so sweet. So I'm in Louisiana. I love New Orleans. I do too. So I'm actually from I'm from North Louisiana. So I'm I'm from Shreveport. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I Um, because of the um, southern chunk of southern (laughs) chunk. I love it. Well, I'm from Shreveport, but so I mean, I'm like five hours from New Orleans, but I'm like three hours from Dallas. So I'm norm. I'm much closer. I'm like 20 minutes from the Texas border. So I'm much closer to Texas. But it's so funny because my bio says like living in the wrong LA and everyone thinks nobody knows like I get messages about it all the time and people think it's funny but they're also like are you in like the wrong part of LA like what like it is so <laughs> That's great I assume I was like maybe he doesn't live in a nice area <laughs> <laughs> I love it it's so funny or people think I'm a celebrity I'm like no unfortunately not <laughs> oh but you are <laughs> I love that I love that y'all are so sweet I love your voice it's Thank amazing. you. Not Y'all are just, so sweet. You're not just funny, but also your voice is amazing. But so the combination of your timing, timing your humor, yeah. and your voice is everything. <gasps> Thank you guys so much. So on point. Like, like, I have shown this to everyone. Like, yeah. I, so you have your finger like on it every time anybody is saying anything to me. I was like, oh, Dalton did a video on this. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That is so funny. Which one's your favorite? Oh my god, uh, Mike the car for sure. Because oh, I, yeah, I love, love how to drive. Like I've never learned how to drive. I just I'm I'm afraid to want to. So Dina, the first thing when she saw it to me was like, that would be what you would do if you tried to drive. You'd be like, how does this work? Oh, <laughs> I want to Jessica when she screws up your food. Oh yeah, I love that. And <laughs> I, she touched it. And you're so upset. I showed these to my niece, who is seven, our niece. And she's, like, obsessed with your videos. But the funny thing is, you have literally, like, made your mark on our home. Because if anything goes wrong here, we both blame Jessica. (laughs) I love that. That is so funny. 
Even my mom loved your videos. I was playing for yeah, her. Yeah, she's like, you have she loves the one of you in the, the pool. Family. Yeah, the pool. Yeah, hers is the favorite of you in all the pools. She was like, oh my god, let me enjoy. <laughs> that is so funny. Everybody has a different like favorite, so I always like to ask people. Which one's your favorite? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, so are we talking about like just the celebrity ones? No, all everything. Because I just okay. love everything. Yeah. I really like the one of me like singing in the shower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that one was like fun. <laughs> like that one didn't require me to do much of like any like, like jokes, you know, but it, but it was still like funny. And I was like, because there's some that I'm like, oh, this is so funny and so me. And there's some things that I know are more like, uh, you know, I don't exactly know how to say it, but basically meaning like the most of the population would kind of fit with this. And there's yeah. some things that I feel like are more like me. And so the singing in the shower, I was like, oh, that's totally me. Like, I feel like it's so relatable. I love that but one. But we definitely have that happening to us a lot because yeah. we do a lot of TikTok videos, but they're really fashion specific. And so we'll right. have ones that we do that are really to us, to our style. And then we'll have ones that we're doing sort of for the public. As well. Right. <laughs> But I have to say, I do love the one you just posted of your mom. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that one. It's so interesting because some of them take off and then some of them don't. Like it's such an interesting, like, like that one I thought was so spot on and it was like very oddly detailed. Like I, I'm, I had some very like really witty one-liners and that one like didn't do so good, but like the Bath and Body Works one that was so simple did really well. Um, but I mean, it's just the nature of like the internet and social media, you know. And I have course. a feeling just from our own experience, although it's a different scale than you, yeah. obviously, but still from our own experience, there'll be things that didn't like instantly do well, but then something else does so well that doesn't make sense, but that almost makes the other one do better. Right. A lot. Like, even mm. we have one video that really went, everyone, like, it seemed really positive about. We did something actually quite similar and I thought quite better. And it did okay. But then something else we did just after that one, it seems to be having that same sort of everyone's into again. And, like, right. oh, people. But <laughs> I think with you, your videos will become more and more because yeah. you just really have a voice right now, which I feel like everyone you're just talking for everyone it's so yeah in the best way it's Thank like you. you are in on the jokes so it makes everyone feel like oh he's my friend like he's joking with me personally he gets it we are our best friends joking around and that is insanely hard for i think someone to truly do i think everyone who watches your video is not only laughing but they feel like they're kicking it with their friends yeah and we, everyone wants to be their best friend yeah <laughs> Thank you obviously so much. we play back <laughs> Well, and I don't, and I, I never want to like offend anyone. Like I always want to make sure that I'm doing something like I'm poking fun at humor, but I don't want anyone to ever feel bad, you know, after watching, because I think there's like a, a healthy balance, um, with humor. And I mean, like, for example, uh, I just did like the celebrities in quarantine obviously did really well, but I mean, like I had celebrities that thought it was hilarious and they were like remaking it and they thought it was great and so I was hoping it was lighthearted enough to where like some people you know you can like admit your wrongs you know if if you do if you did do something like that but you can still kind of move on you know 
I think there's definitely like a lovely positive edge. That's why I think people related to it so much during this time because there might there's kind of more negative comedy or like a little bit more poking fun at people. But yours was just so funny in itself because you were kind of like the star of it. And like especially when that first sort of backlash to celebrity happened when they were yeah you were so on point. You were on point, but at the same time you weren't making it worse. You weren't contributing to it in a negative thing. You were giving them an opportunity to laugh at themselves and like sort of find the air in their own ways. And I thought that was yeah, just be on. We have we have questions to like start with. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, thought out one. So just to get like a bit of a background so everyone knows why we're just so obsessed with you, um, we wanted to kind of know like how did you get started? Okay, so that's a great question. Um, so I would say I got started specifically on TikTok in January. So that kind of started in January. I've always enjoyed like being a performer, I've always kind of done, um, like in middle school, I was like in theater and like, I always loved like putting on a show for people, making people laugh. Like that's always kind of been my thing. I'm a people person. I love talking to people. And so, um, I did like YouTube videos like last year, but YouTube is like a really hard platform to grow on. It's very difficult to like, um, if you don't have already like an audience, it's hard to kind of like get that momentum going. And it also takes a whole lot of work to put into one video. So if like a video flops, then you're like really upset because you just spent a whole week working on something. So instead of that, I was like really trying to, you know, still express that creative side of like humor and like making people laugh. And that's whenever I kind of turned to TikTok, which obviously took off in a very positive way. Um, and so I've, I've done that since January. And so currently I've got like just in five months, I have a little bit over 200,000 followers, which has been super great. And, um, and so I've, I've transferred that over to Instagram and kind of continued that trying to, trying to grow on multiple different channels and platforms. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. And I know you said that there's even been some celebrities that are parodying parodying your parodies so uh, tell us more about the response you've received and the sort of the kind of opportunities that's come with those response yeah so I've had a few I've actually made friends with a few like influencers or celebrities however you want to call it and I know we're going to talk about this later too but like with some there's been some people from like the Bravo star or Bravo show below deck that I've, I've become good friends with, which has been really cool. But um, I've also, there's a girl named, I want to say her name is Dencia. I would have to look on Instagram, but she is a, a rapper and she uh, has like 700,000 followers. One of her friends has like 1.8 million and both of them follow me and love me. And they're like, whenever you come to LA, you have to come out. Like I've got a, I really do have a 20,000 square foot mansion with a bowling alley. Like you really have to come hang out with me. And so it's really cool. I've, I've met a lot of like really neat people um, from this experience. And now it's just kind of, I guess at this point, trying to navigate like the more business side of it and trying to figure out, you know, how I want to grow my brand, what direction I want to move in and how I do that successfully, but not lose followers and, you know, still be myself authentically throughout it. Oh, of course. And um, I know you said that some celebrities have parodied you. Is there any that's your favorite? So I'm trying to think, I really liked Dencia's because she did a really good job of she actually did hers in the living room of her 20,000 square foot mansion. Like there's a, 
Yeah, she, she was like standing. That link. Yeah, I have to send it to you. But she was, um, she was literally in her like this all beautiful, all glass, all white mansion, and she's just walking around, and she's like, you know, hey everyone, the bowling alley's broken, and she was like, but for real, my bowling alley really is broken. Like it, it was so great, so well done, and oh, we had yeah. a, a lot of great conversation about it. She was like, it was so spot on, so funny, but also like great. So it was super cool. I completely agree with her. And then what we were wondering as well is, um, I know you said this a little, where do you see your brand developing? I know you've done photography as well, right? So right. So, something... so I, I did, I started wedding photography whenever I was like 16 in high school. I've always just like, my personality is I love, um, I don't, I, whenever I like do something, I have to give it my all. Like I just have to go like, crazy until I like hit that point I guess <laughs> and so um, I started wedding photography in high school and now I'm currently um, I'm 20 now so I'll be 21 in July had to think about that for a second <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so anyways I uh, so I've been doing that for four years now and then I'm also in college I'm getting a marketing degree and so I've basically I mean the end goal I would what I would love to be doing full-time is something like this whether that be like more of just the comedy. Um, I would love to do acting. I really did that a lot in middle school. Thank you. I did that a lot in like middle school and high school. And so I loved that. Um, and so I think I really, I, I finished my degree in like a year. So, I mean, ideally in a perfect world, I would love to be in kind of a situation where I could like pick up and move to LA after I graduate and get my degree and then pursue something full time. Um, continue to do like the, the TikTok and Instagram stuff, but you know, maybe branch into YouTube and acting and different things like that. That would be ideal. Has everything you're doing giving you any more like connections and opportunities in LA so that you would be able to move there and really pursue it? Yeah, I actually, so before this all started, I had a friend who lived in LA who used to work for an influencer. So she was a really big help whenever I would be like, she, it was more of a fashion influencer. So I would reach out to her and say, you know, I don't really know how to respond to this brand and different things like that. But whenever everything started to take off on such a rapid pace with the celebrities in quarantine video, um, like E! News reposted it. And I was getting all of these in BuzzFeed. I was getting all of these like um, news articles, uh, the New York Times, like, and I didn't know how to handle it. Like, I didn't know, you know, what is the proper... Uh, you know, like avenues, what am I supposed to say, you know, different things like that. So basically, she helped me a lot in that sense. But since then, I've made a lot of new friends from TikTok, who I feel comfortable just, you know, shooting a message and saying like, hey, is this like the real deal? Do you think this is a good idea? Um, so a lot of TikTokers, I've also made friends with a lot of like fashion influencers or fashion bloggers that live in LA. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Hope oh, and I do have I've made a lot of connections from the below deck situation because it was so funny because I made uh, like one good connection with them and um and so now it's funny because Courtney who's on below deck was on season six. She sends me stuff all the time and she's like uh, my my one of my good friends who's a producer is like sending me your your video. She thinks you're so funny and so it's so sweet. But I've actually. I've, I've made a lot of friends and people that were so friendly about like, if you ever need a connection while you're in LA, message me and I'll figure it out for you. Like, so it's been a super great, super I, great connections. Oh my gosh, you, I, 
I know you didn't say this, but you just got me excited. The idea of you being on. I know. I would love to see you like chilling with Kate Chastain. Oh my god, that would be my dream in Captain Lee. Oh my god. Oh my god. Stop it. Okay, I'm getting too excited. And would Jessica be there? Off in the like Jessica. I would love it. I would. I would love to be a guest. Like maybe me and Bravo can work that out, and I can be a guest on the way back. I would love I you to have your own Andy. show, though, yeah. and I will watch it. We yeah. will watch it all the yeah. time. So as soon I as love you that. that. I know it's coming. Yeah. I just know it. Y'all are so sweet. Thank you. Alliteration with the name Dalton because your name is amazing. Yeah, the whole thing, Dalton. Thank you. Like Dalton, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Y'all are so sweet. Coming soon. Um. So we were also wondering, like, who would be your dream to collaborate with? Oh, when you, what do you mean? Can you be a little bit more specific? Like, do you mean, like, to do a TikTok? We sort of just mean sort of in a general creative sense. You're so creative and multifaceted that I'm sure there are a lot of people that inspire you. So you might have multiple people that you'd like to collaborate with in different realms. And we'd love to hear that as well. But I'm sure that you've had visions that you're like, oh, if I could work with this person, you know, I'd love to do that sort of thing. And we'd love to hear who that is. Yeah. So I guess when it comes to like more of the TikTok side of things, like more of the humor, I love Brittany Broski so much. She was the kabucha girl, if you know her. Um, she is hilarious. And I feel like, you know, say that again. Oh, no, I just said you're, she's hilarious. <laughs> she's so good. And she, um, I don't know, I feel like she has a lot of like, I would, right after she actually commented on my celebrities in quarantine video and I, like I kind of interacted with her but she was so cool and reading through like watching her TikTok she has like such a great sense of humor and she's so funny um but yeah I mean I thought I think she's great I also have a comedian who I love who I've actually also connected with over TikTok which has been cool um her name's Heather McMahon I don't know if you've ever heard of her I love Heather so that would be a cool it's such a community where everyone wants to be interactive and on like all help levels. each other. And it's so different because Instagram has sort of a coolness where it's like, do you and don't come on my turf kind of attitude. Whereas TikTok is like, hey, everyone, let's do this. Let's all collaborate. I love that. Yeah. Right. It's been really cool. It was crazy because uh, I've like, I went to one of Heather's shows in Houston and I'd been following her for probably like a year or two. And I followed her on TikTok. And when I followed her, whenever you follow somebody and they follow you back, like it starts a DM thread and it says like, yeah. say hi to this person. And it immediately said like, say hi to Heather McMahon. And I was like, oh my God, like Heather <laughs> following me. It was a total like fangirl moment. And then I had to message her and just profess my love for her. <laughs> but it was so, oh, so beautiful though. Um, I also have, but this is kind of a side question, a side earlier question, but I meant to ask you, what inspired your TikTok celebrity videos? Was there like housewives? Was it a certain celebrity? Like what kind of brought that on? Because it was just such it's an so amazing idea. idea. Thank you. It was actually so funny story. I had that idea for like three weeks and I just was like, oh, it's okay. Like it's fine, but it's not like, I thought it was a good idea, but it was just one of those, like, it was not it was not one that I was like, I have to film it right now. Like it needs to go out right now. And I also don't know, had it gone out any earlier, I don't know if it would have had the same reaction that it did. I mean, I, I released it. 
a few weeks into quarantine and it was after all of this had happened, but I don't know if everyone kind of at that time was getting fed up with it. I don't know if that was like people were finally seeing it. Um, and that's why it did so well. I'm not really sure, but, um, anyways, I, I really, I feel like the video has a, has kind of a Jeffree star vibe. Like, and I love Jeffree (laughs) and Jeffree is Jeffree knows how to like, flaunt it but also like he knows what's too far he loves to be extra but he knows it's not too far and but I don't I think he's done a great job through quarantine of being very like um not insensitive about certain things I feel like the Kardashians were just a little bit like you know we're going through this like uh I think it was Kylie said something at one point and was like we're all in case you didn't know the virus is like real and we're all going through this and then the other thing <laughs> that really got me going was the uh the video that they did the the where the they song. were yes the song yes see that <laughs> to me like between the song and vanessa hudgens and your video came up just after i was like vanessa hudgens perfect yeah, timing for this because everyone was like looking at celebrities is doing the most in the worst way and didn't ellen degeneres like around the time you put out your video she made the comment though, right? or was it after about being was, in jail it, it was it was right around. I don't remember if it was before or after, but it was right it was around like that right time. Right around that moment. So I felt like your video was like he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> Get that. And same with Vanessa. I remember seeing hers. And hers, I think at that point, I had had this idea like three weeks before. So at this point, it was just kind of like all of this validating. And I love Vanessa. She's like super beautiful. And I, I was such a huge fan of her in High School Musical growing up. Yes. But um, <laughs> she was so great. But um, yeah, definitely that in the Imagine video. Like I remember like watching the Imagine video and thinking like, what is the point of this? Like yeah. it was so. It was very ooh. <laughs> so well, great. Um. So then what we were also wondering is what has been keeping you busy during quarantine? Oh, that's a great question. So um, I'm still in college, like I said, so I'm getting a marketing degree right now. So all of our classes transitioned online. Um, And so I feel like that was kind of a, a much more, it's been difficult, way more difficult. I feel like my classes got harder. So I've kind of been trying to get through those. And I I just finished about a week ago. But um, besides that, I've just been working on TikToks and trying to like come up with good ideas and and keep it light, but not try not to overthink it too much. Um, And then I also reorganized my closet a little bit, you know, just trying to do little personal things too. And four mile walk. (laughs) Yeah, my four mile walk, you know. Are you enjoying your new car? Yes. Oh my gosh. It was, I went from like a 2010 truck, like a big truck to this, this car. And so it's so great. Like this, this car has like working locks and like a gas gauge and like a, like a a backup camera. Like I feel so, so like, I feel like a celebrity, you know, it's so high end feeling. It's a Toyota. People are like, wow, it's a Toyota. I'm like, yeah, it's a Toyota, but it makes me feel like I'm driving like a Rolls Royce or something. It's great. What does he say? Carol Baskin. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, we didn't write this question down, but I really wanted to ask you, do you have like an idea book where you write down your jokes or is it something just in the moment riffing? 
some things are very like in the moment. I, I have a lot of different like methods of how this goes, but I have a notes page on my phone where I basically keep up with like everything. And I also keep up with, um, this is like a side note, but I am like motivated numbers motivate me. Like I, that's just kind of how I've always been. Like I like to see the progress of things. And so, um, like I keep track of like, like when I started, how many followers I've gained since this time. So that way, whenever, because it's very easy in the social media world to like fall into this comparison thing. So it's very easy to look at this person and go, oh, well, they've got like 10 million followers, but you don't know that, you know, they started three years ago when I've started two months ago, you know, or whatever the number may be. So I, I kind of have a notes page that has all of that. And I have like all of my ideas and whenever it's like, even if it's the stupidest idea that isn't going to go anywhere, it goes into my notes page because it may be something that, because sometimes I'm like scrolling through TikTok and I'm like, okay, this sound is golden and I need something that can flow for that. And just by reading through my notes page on my phone, I can say, oh, well, that's like, it'll either gives me the idea to do something with that or it'll spiral something else off that I can use for that so and then half the time I'll be like it'll be like midnight and that's also when like a lot of my great ideas happen <laughs> because I'm like so delirious and I'm just off on something practically and so I'm like at half the time I'll just grab my phone and I'll just video myself because a lot of times it'll be like a certain facial expression or something that or the way I enunciate something that I'll find really funny. And so I'll video myself. So that way I know exactly how to like redo it whenever I'm like, you know, awake and have look appropriate and have my hair fixed. And, you know, like, different and I think things. I'm like a real star. Yeah, like it just shows so your pleasure. creative yeah. process. It's so amazing. Yeah. I think people can learn so much from so you. So much. Like, because so I think much. there are a lot of people who sort of try to do what you've done but don't put the type of thought you put into it and you can see like your stuff is so so good and I think it's so good because of how clever you are but also your process is great beautiful thank you y'all are so <laughs> sweet no it's true we only say true stuff we're really not liars everyone thinks we're really nice until they get to know us <laughs> and then they get to know us and they realize like our voices are sweet not our personality <laughs> One thing that is definitely true of us is we're honest and we're not afraid to give compliments. And we just true. think you're amazing. We, you don't we know how fans. much it made oh, our thing. Like for our first podcast to feature you is it's like, like the dream. dream. Thank y'all. Y'all are so sweet. <laughs> Thank you. Well, um, so we also wanted to know, I know we kind of talked to you a little bit then, but what shows are you currently watching? Yes. Okay, so this is a... A loaded question. I don't really, so I don't really like. I'm very weird about TV. Like sometimes, if I watch a TV show half the time, I'll get half the way halfway through a season, and then I'll just stop. Like I don't know why. It's a really bad habit so of mine. Scary. I know. I'm just like, oh, it's boring. Like I'll just turn it off. I don't know why. But so, so I kind of have these shows that I constantly keep on repeat. Um, I love The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's phenomenal. Uh, I also I the book and it was it left me shook at that I couldn't go oh. to the <laughs> The series is like so good and they keep you on the edge of your seat and it's beautifully filmed. Um, but I, I love that show. I love a good reality TV show like The Circle, um, which is on Netflix. I also love Big Brother. Live for Big Brother. Um, What's that? Love is blind. 
Yes, of course I watched Love is Blind. Well, I just needed to make sure because you mentioned the circle and not Love is Blind. I was like, who is this? <laughs> I think I think I like envisioned myself in their place. And I'm like, uh, I wouldn't really want to do Love is Blind because then I'd have to like commit to like a marriage at the end of it. So like, I, 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 could, <laughs> I would love to do like the circle or Big Brother or something like that. It would be so fun. And then um, I, I also love... There. You can't go in regular big brother. <laughs> You're so sweet. That would be so cool. I would totally not turn that down. Um, but then I, I also love Below Deck, of course. I watch that like what? religiously. Um, I've seen I, there may I may have like skipped like maybe one season, but I've seen pretty much everything. I started at the very beginning, so yeah. I've seen like you know I've watched Kate since the beginning as well. Um, I've watched Below Deck Med, and then recently I've kind of gotten back into that. And then I'm currently watching this new one, The Sailing Yacht. Um, which what do you think? Should we be watching it's, it? It's not as good as the other ones. It's a good, like, little fix if you need, like, a Below Deck fix. Yeah. But it's, like, it's very interesting. I feel like the, vo the boat is very, very small. And so because it's a sailboat and so whenever you're on the yacht it feels like they're I mean you feel like the this yacht is huge this sailboat is like so tiny and then um like everything's kind of in the same area which I mean it is on the other ones but it's just very very compact and then the casting was very interesting like it's a very interesting cast and there's just some things that are just a little bit weird. I don't know. I definitely prefer like the original like the original is always the best um but I'm excited because Below Deck Med comes on in like a, a week or two. And all women. So I'm very excited. What's going to happen? Oh, but, you know, I watched um, Sailing Yachts, but I had to watch it with commercials because I watch everything on YouTube TV and the other one I could fast forward the commercials and the yacht, I couldn't. And Sailing Yachts. too much to invest in. And I couldn't invest my time in it because I was like, no, not if I you're not good enough for commercials you know like you haven't given me enough I mean the cast just didn't have enough of a dynamic like even the tension they were trying to create before between the chef and the one lady I was like I just don't I, I just don't feel interested in these yeah it wasn't as good as like I don't there was and then there were some things that I was like because you kind of want to root for them like you you yeah. want to like hate somebody but you also want to be like okay, you're being dramatic. And everything I was like watching on that show, I was like, y'all are so dramatic. Like none of this is like, like I was taking the side of like the person that wasn't winning every time. Mm -hmm. And normally on like the regular blow deck, I'm, I'm like, I'm seeing it from both sides, but like sometimes, you know, like I loved Kate and Courtney this season. Yeah. But, and I always, and I always thought that Ashton was like, being insane but like and there's there's sometimes that the characters that you like like win and there's sometimes when they lose obviously but I feel like in Sailing Yacht it was like every time like I felt like my characters the people that I liked on the show were like never winning I guess is what I'm trying to say it wasn't very dynamic we need to watch it and really invest our time I wonder so what they see. should have done though is instead of Sailing Yacht they should do like super duper yacht like, oh, like, done, like a yacht. let's go bigger let's go better let's go more <laughs> stuff let's get better like people coming like I feel like we've got like the middle class version of yachts right now like let's go to the one <laughs> 
That's, you know what I mean? Well, and it's so funny because whenever the show came on, I'm like, what kind of people, like, you know, they, they spend like a hundred grand for this like two day experience. And I'm like, God, these people cheaped out. Like they really. Yeah, I know that. I don't think like, you. Like, I don't think you're If you're going to go yacht, go yeah. big. Why go like, like, They were like camping instead of glamping. Yeah. I'm like, if I'm going to go like, uh, like if I'm going to spend like the amount of money you could buy a house with on a vacation, put me on a yacht, you know, like don't put me on this little sailing one. Like it's cute, but like, I want to have a cruise ship to myself. That's what I want, you know? So. And I completely agree with that. And that's the only thing I think we all deserve. Yeah. And I already <laughs> thought the yacht that the below deck people were on were cute. So like, this was kind this of like a bite size. like sub cute. This was like, this oh, is what Beyonce's yeah. daughter would go on. Yeah, that is why her parents you. were on the thing. Real Ivy besides yacht. This was like the, the, the cruise yacht, you know? Yeah. I was like, there's no hot tub. Like, there's no, like, what do you mean there's only one salon? Like, I'm like, what kind of place is this? Like, I need a full. Very foreign. Very, and it just felt like every time someone could take a step, they were going to be stepping on a literal person. Like, I don't know. It just wasn't, it just didn't feel like the glam of it all. But speaking of below deck, how do you feel that Kate might not be back? No. So, it's like official. I, she posted it that she's like, she's done. Which, I mean... I loved Kate and there was something, there was always something like very, um, you know, comforting about her. And I mean, there were some times that I was like, okay, Kate, this is a little bit dramatic. Like maybe we should reel it in a little bit, but she was still <laughs> like, but you know, more often than not was I like, this girl is so funny. I wish I could, you know, say the things she's saying. Like she said, she says it in the, such the perfect way. Um, but anyways, equality like that. yeah, she's, she's great at, everything she does but I mean I think it's time for her to move on I think that it's especially in that kind of industry you don't want to run yourself into the ground and I think that she's doing a great a great idea of moving into something new because she's not gonna we're not gonna be sick of her you know like because if if she continues on for five more seasons we're gonna be like okay Kate wrap it up like you've lived your time in this in the spotlight like I feel like she's making a very smart business move by go ahead and you know, everyone will be upset that she's leaving now versus if she left in, you know, five seasons, everyone's going to be like, thank God she's gone. You know, so I think it's a smart business move on her. But do you think she's going to pull Bethany and come back? You know how Bethany always comes back? Remind me, who, which one I Bethany is? From New York I'm just assuming you watch Housewives. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, yeah, God. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, no, I need I to watch The Housewives. I've I never. You would love it. Taking the always leave them wanting more approach, and I love that. I just love Kate. I, but I, I just don't her. know what she's doing. Like, if she had told me, I'm leaving this, but I'm getting a spin-off, and you're going to have my humor in this whole different dynamic, I'd be like, good for you. Bye, below deck. But now I don't know what's to come yet, and I don't like being left hanging without any Kate. Right. And I, I think Bravo knows that. I don't know if she... I don't know if she would, I don't think she would be opposed to a spinoff. I mean, I'm sure if they offered her, I'm sure she would go for it. Um, and maybe they'll use her in other sense of like, you know, whether it be interviews or different things like that. Sometimes, you know, they, they'll do stuff like that. So I'm like, maybe they'll pull her in in other aspects. Yeah. But I think, I mean, I know she had a book, which she loved. And I know she said something about New York. I heard her mention, New I don't remember when she, she said that. But yeah, she's actually friends. Her podcast. 
cat. And she's friends now with um with one of our um, good friends. So they just became so like she's officially in New she's York. She's like hanging out with the best of New York City. That's so cool. Yeah, I I knew that she. I kn- I remember her saying something at one point about how she wanted to pursue New York more. So I'm like maybe she wants to do something with that. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely cool. She's she's amazing. She um she messaged me. I I messaged her on Instagram and because she, she follows me now, which is so cool. Oh and so like the best life. Okay, continue. <laughs> and so uh, it was so funny because um the way that Courtney started following me was I watched Courtney on like season six, and I was like, this girl is such a mood. Like everything she does, and I felt like she was robbed. Like the first two episodes, I was like they are making her out to be like, I I mean, at first I was like, this girl's like annoying. Like she's not, I felt like she like didn't want to work, which I mean, nobody really wants to work, but it was just kind of like, okay, suck it up, you know, get through it. But then as like time went on and they started to show her like facial expressions, I was like, oh my God, I was sleeping on this girl. She is so funny. And she is like, like the faces I'm making at home while everyone's doing this. And so um, anyways, I saw that she liked one of my, the post that E! News had reposted. And so I like commented and tagged her. And so we just started like messaging back and forth. And so it's been kind of ever since we've just kind of messaged and she's so sweet. Like I talked to her almost, I mean, we, we basically like message each other on like our, each other's stories and stuff almost daily. And she's so, she's a heart of gold. She's so cool. But um, it was so funny because I was like scrolling through my notifications and whenever E! News reposted everything, like my notifications were going so crazy that if I scrolled all the way to the bottom, it would only be like eight minutes ago. Like it was so, it was like moving so fast. Well, somehow I happened to, oh yeah, like so exciting, but so overwhelming, but like in the best way. And so I was like, I remember scrolling through and for some reason I saw it and it was like Kate Shastain has followed you. And I was like, <gasps> and so I was like, now this is two, two people. So I messaged her and I was like, love I you on the, the show. Right, Sorry. right, right, right. And so I was like, I love you on the show. You were so great. You did so, like, you're you're one of my favorite people. And she, like, messaged me back and was like, any, it was the most Kate thing I've ever heard. But she said, any fan of Courtney's is a friend of mine. And then put, like, a heart emoji. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was like, it's such a Kate thing to say. But so that's been cool. That's so exciting. So one of the things, though, I really liked about Courtney, for me, it was actually quite instant, was the fact that she said she hated all the work and didn't want to be doing it, and yet did it, like, to the, better she than anyone amazing. else. She was amazing. And I right. appreciate that. But, like, everything she was saying or doing, it, like, made me feel like she totally got the game that was playing, was like, I'm just here for the live showing. Right. Well, and so, and at first I was just kind of like, I think my issue with her at first was I was like, this girl is so whiny. And then, and I think it was kind of the sense of like, I was worried, okay, well, she's not going to be able to like follow through, like she's going to complain. And then, but it was like, they didn't give her any interviews, like the first episode or two. And then after that, she was like, they, they would throw her in for an interview every now and then. It was almost like that they were banking on, like, I don't even remember who they highlighted a lot in the first episode and two. But I mean, it was almost like they were banking on somebody else. And then they really like realized they had underestimated her. And they were like, we need to give her some more spotlight. Um, but but after that, I was like, okay, she can, she can do her work. And she really like, doesn't complain. Like, it was just an occasional she she occasionally complains but she doesn't really complain all the time and so um but I don't know I just really complain in the way that anyone would like if I was walking right. on 
rocks, I would be like, ow, this hurts. This is right. not enjoyable. I'm no, and I, and I thought she did a very good job at represent. I wish the reunion would have been longer. Yeah. But I thought uh, she did a really good job. I just felt like there was so much we didn't know yet that I wish like they would have been like well, background. In the beginning of the season, I felt so much was sort of from the perspective of the boys. And then they finally sort of switched it because the boys made themselves look so bad. They definitely got the bad edits and they I think it's because they kind of acted poorly. Yeah. And so by the reunion, I felt like I could have done a reunion alone with Courtney and Brian. Give me two hours of just that conversation and I would have been so interested. Right. Well, and so, and evidently there is a little bit more to the, the, the reunion episode on bravotv.com because Courtney and I talked about it. Like I, I've said something to her about, um, I was like, you did such a great job at the, like occasionally I said something about you did such a great job in the reunion and you really did a good job. And she said one of her favorite statements is on one of the favorite things she says is actually on bravotv.com. It didn't make it into like the final edit. Watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it either, but um, anyway, so evidently there is more on bravotv.com. That's more about the reunion, but um, yeah, I mean, I think it was kind of crazy. It's just so interesting because I didn't think Brian was so like terrible until, I mean, I, I did as time went on, but I was like, whenever she first started seeing him, I was like, Oh, he's definitely like, the least crazy out of all of these guys. He did a great job of hiding his crazy. Right. Well, and even since he's been involved in like a ton of different scandals and dramas, evidently, like he's been, yeah. We missed this. Do tell. Courtney occasionally, Courtney posted something about um, something with him. I want to say it was something about like some some sort of TikTok drama, like him with an, an ex or something like that. But he's still from what I understand, he still is occasionally messaging and he's just not, but all of the guys on there are still like, how do I, how do I word this? All of the guys are just like still getting a lot of hate, I think. And so they're still like, they don't really know how to appropriately handle it. Like they don't know how to just be like, just, you know, and not saying that you should always like just turn, turn the other cheek whenever yeah. somebody gives you hate, but I we just don't be too reactive all. with online crazy. Yeah. Right. 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 It's a huge amount of strength on its own, not to interact with that sort of negativity, but it's never a good ending if you do. Right. So Cele- many celebrity have taught us. But now I'm so excited because now we'll have um, below deck med to look forward to. Yes, yes. yes. I think it's going to be a good season. I know I'm excited for Hannah. I'm really excited for Hannah. Hannah, though, last season, I'm not going to lie, I felt like, see, the thing is, just for comparison purposes, Kate, even though she seems over it, she doesn't seem over it. You know what I mean? Like, you see, like, her work is impeccable. She does her pretty things. Like, remember her penis rockets? She (laughs) always brings it, even when she seems slightly not, like, like, I don't know, like, she seems like I'm kind of here, you know, above it all now. But Hannah last season just seemed like, fuck it, like, film me, but I'm not going to do anything. And I felt, like, a little bit that... Hannah could have been better. Like, I did not think Captain Sandy should have had to go to her even once about the tables. Like, I was annoyed. Like, people have, at least in theory, someone's paying for this. Who's your right. favorite person on med? Yes. 
Oh, I really, last season, I really loved Aisha. I loved Aisha. Oh, yeah. Oh, she was so sweet, and her energy was so lovely. So great. And then, but she was, oh, God, she was dating, I forget his name now, and he was so interesting. It's so interesting to me how, like, none of these romances ever last, and you think that, you would think that they they would, because you're, like, trapped on a boat with somebody for six weeks. Like, you're seeing the good and the bad and the ugly and, like, it's so fascinating to me that like most of the time after this all like comes through, they realize they're like crazy or something is wrong. <laughs> you know, like There's something there. Um, but I think, and I don't know for sure cause I'm not completely caught up, but I think whenever I looked at Jenna's Instagram, her and Adam, which are in, they're in uh below deck sailing yacht. I think they're still together. I want to uh, say they are. Maybe, maybe that was probably below deck yacht. It's too real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I swear she like posted a picture of them together. So I kind of get the vibe that they're like, what still. Adam like, always looking for love. Yeah. Don't right. you think Adam and always wanted love? Yeah. And if you watch this season, it's very, um, like Jenna is more at the, at the beginning, Jenna is more like into him than he is into her. Like, it's very interesting the way that they, um, just the way that they, like, they, the way that they interact. She seems very, like, gung-ho all for him. And then they have, like, some issues. And then I think he's just a little bit crazy. Like, I think he has a, he goes a little bit, like, off he, the deep. Yeah, yeah, doesn't he, like, escape to, like, the middle of nowhere for, like, six months out of a time? I haven't, what? I haven't. Yeah, I think oh. that's what he does, like, to help even, like, I think this is the right word, but forage. I think he goes and forages in different locations to, like, improve even wow. his cooking. But I have to say, I know we're a little bit backtracking, but I was really sad when Aisha and Jack didn't work out because I was kind of rooting for them. They seemed like just the right type of crazy, like, like you know, magnetically meant to connect. They seemed, they seemed like good emotionally. They seemed to have like a good emotional connection. But yeah. I think like professionally, I think they're both just very different. Because like Aisha was like so good at what she did and so like, everything was was very well done um and you never had any issues with her but jack was like the opposite so i don't know if they had like a different work ethic because jack very much made it clear the entire time that he was just there for like a good time and he was gonna skate by and do the least he could but sometimes like in situations like that when you have that good emotional balance they can both like he can make her you know have her joie de vie and not get like you know too heavy when things at work get so heavy because a lot of the people are so dramatic and then she could maybe make him be a little bit better or a little bit better but i think they're also like in their really early 20s they have a good amount of years yeah they have time to figure it out i just (laughs) i felt like a lot of time on these show, I don't feel that attached to the love yeah, stories. Yeah, I did like Because they feel like they're very lust stories. And this one actually felt like there was, you know, possibility of, you know, the love. Well, I always wonder right. about Kate and Ben as well. <gasps> yes. I still... I think, they've, I think they've kind of, like, dated. I don't know if... They have. I, I think, yeah, I think they've kind of... I don't... I think they're both very different... Um, I, I just don't see them working out great because of like how they both handle conflict. Like Ben is very fiery, you know, and I feel like Kate needs somebody that's, I mean, I would say he's even more fiery than Kate is. Yeah. But I feel like you need somebody, both of them need somebody that's a little bit more of like a calmer, you know. I agree. But I know that both of them, at least, 
you still in Kate. Um, Kate lived in Fort Lauderdale and I had this like secret dream that I would be like walking about town and like run into them and be like, oh, hi. <laughs> into Ben and our other sister bumped into Ben and Hannah. No, yeah. no, what was no, the no, Emily, Hannah. Emily, the British girl he was dating. Do you remember? Yeah, I, I don't remember that. He was dating this British girl who's one of the, um, oh my God, I can't. I'm saying stewardess, it's not stewardess, but who was one of the girls and they came shopping um, like near around this area and she saw both of them and she said they were both really nice. But this yeah, oh, and I'm, I'm sure they're all so sweet too, um, but the, it's very interesting to me that they all live in Fort Lauderdale. It's such an interesting like, I, I mean, I know it's for the port, but like still very they interesting that they're all. I don't get Fort yeah. Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale is kind of extreme. There's like no middle in Fort Lauderdale. There's really nice areas and very, very not safe, scary areas. <laughs> and right. so I'm always like, which hood do you live in? You know? Right. Well, and they and and I'm like, they're all kind of like, I mean, none of the yachting. I know that they do stuff other times during the year, but I mean, it seems like they travel a lot for yachting. So I'm like, it's very interesting that Fort Lauderdale is where they, they live at. But I mean, Fort Lauderdale, yeah. yeah. It is interesting as well. Well, something to ponder about, think about, wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we just um, have a couple more questions because we've already kept you, I know, for a bit. Yeah, but sorry. It's so amazing just I getting know, like go through all of your, getting to get your mind. But um, we wanted to know what um, advice would you give fellow content creators? Oh, okay. So this is like a, a, there's a few different parts to this. I think that you need to for sure be doing things that make you happy and things that you love and things that like every video that I post, I laugh at. Like, I think it's funny myself. And so it, it is something that I do for like my followers, but it's also like personally rewarding. And it's something that I, I enjoy doing in the process. So if you're ever like going to force something, you're going to, you're going to like, force isn't really the right word but I mean if you're if you ever are making things that you don't enjoy you're gonna build a brand that you don't enjoy and you're gonna build a following that is not going to like the person that you actually are and so you have to make sure that you're you know being authentic being yourself and doing things that you enjoy and things that come natural to you so that way further down the line you know you're not stuck with say you do grow this massive brand and following and all this kind of stuff and you switch gears into something completely different your followers probably aren't going to love that as much as they loved like the original you that you were you know so just be authentic and be yourself from the start and just trust it don't focus on the numbers I know that's like such a difficult thing to say but try not to compare yourself to somebody else who's done it for so much longer than you um one of my favorite quotes is like don't compare your chapter two to someone's chapter 20 like you know try to I, I want to say I heard it on a podcast, a photographer's podcast. Um, the, the photographer who said it was a girl named India Earl, but I'm not sure if, if there's, I'm not sure if that was her original quote or if it was somebody else's, but don't, I mean, you just don't, it's so easy to like with the social media comparison game of like, oh, and even if, you know, 
you may see somebody who's like grown in six months and has, you know, whatever living their best life in six months. Like you don't understand that there's people that you're ahead of that may have been doing this for six years and they just wish they could be at the point where you're at, you know? So try not to get into that comparison game, but also, you know, do things that are fulfilling and rewarding for you. Well, I think that's, that's such beautiful advice. You're so well spoken. So I what can't you do? <laughs> so, um, should we do our? Yes, but I did have one last question because I, I, I just always have wondered this. Well, this is the question before the last that, question. <laughs> wait, is Jessica based off of? Is she like a real yes. person in your life? Did you just pick that name? Because I just, I love it, and yes. I have like such but a. I like she's such a Karen, but you named her Jessica, and I just want to know why. So that was, okay, very spontaneous spur of the moment because, like, so the video I originally posted took off, did really well. E! News took it up, BuzzFeed, you know, whatever, and then um, New York Times. And so it's always been this, like, constant kind of – it was this very fast snowball effect and something that I was like, okay, I want to grow on this, but I don't really know how to. And so then it just kind of, like – I, I think it kind of spun off into different things. And so there's, there's some things and there's some more videos I have planned for like celebrities that I'm going to keep doing. But like, for example, like the car one that was very different than like the original um, celebrities in quarantine, you know, whatever. So uh, Jessica it just like, I, what's that? It shared sort of tonally. Right. And it, and it does, it still shares like the dramatic, like, you know, you think your life is rough type thing, but it was still like a very different direction than the original one was going. And so, um, I think what originally happened was I was like, just the in the second video, I say like, where's the garnish? Like, what is this? Like, you know, so, and then it was just, it just kind of grew from there. And so now, um, Jessica is like a completely fictional person. I, I like have, yeah, not a real person. Everyone wants to meet no, Jessica. No, I'm like you are abusing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's like not Jessica is not a real person. I guess whenever I do have to hire an assistant one day, hopefully I'll have to hire someone named Jessica. Oh, um, call her Jessica. Her name could be like Molly, and he'll be like, No, I only call my sister. Yeah, Jessica. I'm like, that's your name now is Jessica. But yeah, so then just, I mean, I've just kind of taken her character and worked her into different videos and stuff too. And people love it. They think it's I, so I funny. Think I, just like, like, I have to say, I I think one of the reasons the car is one of my favorite is because I love anytime Jessica gets mentioned as like screwing something up or like this negative right. person or like having to do something. And I have this joke with my sister, like where, because I, I don't have like a housemate or something and I'll be like in bed and I'll be like, nanny, I need coffee. <laughs> like calling and like I like, love it you come and do this for me so it felt like with Jessica I'm like he gets it <laughs> yeah well and that was like it's just I think it's how we all kind of feel like I think that's what's also so funny is that like the celebrity the the character that that is that that is portrayed as is like everyone I think that's what everyone like wants celebrities to be like I mean if they were a celebrity, that's how they'd want to live their life you know like that's how everybody would want somebody to like bring them a drink all the time and like this very fictitious lifestyles that like even celebrities don't really live, you know, which is cool. I honestly think you could have like a Curb Your Enthusiasm show. Yes, I would. Oh where my God, it follows yes. you as a celebrity and your assistant <gasps> are like bumbling behind you. I would watch. Oh, I would love it. Oh my God, I think that should be a thing. I hope like HBO hears this showtime. Bravo. Give him the show. <laughs> Bravo, please. I would love oh my it. God, God, it would be so okay, fun. so we okay. want to end it. Yes. yes. Phone, text, delete is the game. Okay. So, 
Captain Lee, Captain Sandy, Kate Chastain. Phone text delete. Oh God, that's a hard one. Okay, I would say I would say I would have to. I would definitely want to phone Kate. Definitely phone Kate. Um, I would say, oh, this is a hard one. I feel like I would want to text Captain Lee, but I don't know if he would really like text me back. I love Sandy, but sometimes I'm like, Sandy, this is a lot. Like sometimes I'm like, you're a little bit like, this is a little bit much. Like, yeah, rein it in a little bit, Sandy. Especially like last season, I know we talked about this a little bit, but I, I did think the tablescape stuff was a little bit dramatic. Like I was like, okay, there was just some things that I was like, give Hannah a break on. So I would probably say like, delete her. But I mean, that's a hard one. I really do love all three of them, though. I would be so sad if, if Sandy was gone. Yeah. No, I promise I won't tell her that yeah. you deleted her. <laughs> I love it. I love it. After we hang up, I'm not about to call her and be like, what you But it's safe, so she'll be fine. You really stuck to the OG cast, huh? Well, thank you again. So much fun with you. Oh, thank you. You guys are so sweet. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad that we got to do this, and I'm so honored to be your first. You're our first. You'll forever be our first.